Hello and welcome to 24-7 Ball Talk. I'm your host today, Hayden Fessler, and with me always is Sean Fessler. Today we will be talking about Kawhi going to the Clippers and if the Raptors are in a rebuilding process or what stage they're at and where Russell Westbrook will be going in the NBA. It's a big talk after Paul George left. And then we'll finish off who is the best duo out of AD and LeBron or Kawhi and Paul George. First off today, Kawhi Leonard going to the LA Clippers. This is kind of big news around the league and it raises the question if the Raptors are in a rebuilding process. Dad, what are your first impressions of Kawhi going to the Clippers, and what about the Raptors? Um, first uh, thought to think about Kawhi going to the uh, to the Clippers is it, it was kind of a shock. I mean, when I got it, it came across the wire there from Woj, from ESPN, and I, I, I was really, really shocked because in, in listening to everything going around the league, it was definitely between the Lakers and uh the Raptors back and forth. So I, I'm just listening to things and to have that come across to him to go to the Clippers, I think it makes the Clippers a contender. I think that puts some top five teams, arguably, in the West. Um, some say some are putting them as high as two. Some are putting them at one. If I was to put them there, I would probably put them as my uh, second or third um, but we got to see how they gel. I think that will be as players come together and play. But I think the Clippers can come together, and I think Doc Rivers can manage egos. And I think that's going to be a pretty good, a pretty good lineup. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Now, what are your opinions about the Raptors? Are they in a rebuilding process, or are they just more? of they're fine without Kawhi. Oh, I mean, of course, he, he takes them to the finals, so I don't think the Raptors are fine without Kawhi. But I think the Raptors, I don't know if they're, like, in a rebuild. I would say they're just got to retool. There's a few things they have to do. Uh, they play in the East, so that's always up in the air in the East, as we talked about last the drama of the East. Um, I I don't think they're in a rebuilding. I think they're just going to add some key uh, components there, and I think they've got a good team structured wise. And I I think losing Kawhi hurts them, but I don't think it's like the end of the world like the Knicks. Yeah, I agree with that, but I I still feel like the Raptors really aren't even in a rebuilding process, just because. I mean, they went 17-5 and five when Kawhi got hurt this year. And, I mean, 17-5 and five is a pretty good record with your star being out. And I don't see them going to the finals next year, but I still feel like they're going to make a big push into the playoffs because they are in the East, and they're still a good contender, like you were saying. And so all this rebuilding stuff from all the ESPN guys, I don't think it's real. I don't think the Raptors are going into a rebuilding process. 
Um, and to take them to the finals, I mean, right now they're the champs until they get beat out. I, I, I mean, you got to place them there, but I don't know of very many people who had them in the finals. My, if you would have taken my pick, I had them play in Milwaukee, but I had Milwaukee in the finals. And that's who I kind of thought would. Uh, I think Milwaukee adds some key, some key components there with the Lopez brothers. I think that really is going to elevate them. I think, uh, so to say that the Raptors are going to go back to the finals, I mean, that would be a stretch. That would be, that would be, be something to watch. I think they, I mean, is it a possibility? Always a possibility, but I think, I don't know if I would set them in stone as the Eastern front runners for the finals. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think that the East is a little weak, but I mean, weak teams make stronger teams if that makes sense. Like the Bucks get it beat up on the Knicks four times in the year, and I mean, West teams only going to play them twice, so being able to, for the Raptors to play them four times and like the Knicks four times in the season, I like I said, I don't see him going back to the finals because I feel like the Bucks have gotten better, and I feel like East teams have gotten better, like the Nets. But I don't see them not making the playoffs. They're still a good contender in the East. Oh yeah, definitely. And and like this year, I mean, did we really? I mean, they're one shot. They're one second away from not going. Kawhi just heaves it up, or else the Seventy Sixers, and then who knows from there? I mean, there's some. I mean, there was some. There was definitely a magical season for Toronto, and they did come on and play very well. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay, now let's transition into where is Russell Westbrook going after the huge Paul George news when Kawhi said, "I'm going to the Clippers," and Paul George is following with this huge trade with like 17 draft picks. It feels like from the Clippers to the Thunder and now coming out on Woj ESPN saying that the Thunder are looking to trade Russell Westbrook uh three teams that are interested in him and that we both think the Knicks the Heat and the Rockets are the three big teams that they've been talking about me personally I think he's gonna go to the Heat I think the Heat have a lot to offer to the thunder where they can they need a point guard i mean they got jimmy butler there but if they got jimmy butler and russell westbrook working together that's another dynamic duo that brings them even more up into the east that can then make them playoff contenders whereas if he goes to the knicks the knicks still aren't going to make the playoffs they make him a more interesting team but they still won't make it because they are not good. And with the Rockets, I don't think James Harden and Russell Westbrook would get well together on a team. They did play in OKC together, and Harden came out and said, I don't like playing with these guys. I want to be on my own team, and that's why he went to the Rockets. So I don't think he's going to go to the Rockets just because it's... Uh, like two ball handlers they both want the ball so much i think also with the rockets we've discussed this and and talked about harden is isolation 
And I think right now, I think there's a lot of turmoil in in Houston with Chris Paul. Chris Paul doesn't like to lose. I mean, he it's been known he's been known to you know play in a PlayStation game. He ripped the the PlayStation out of the wall when he's playing his brother because he was losing in the fourth quarter. That's how Chris Paul is. Now, if Russell Westbrook goes there. I just don't see it with I mean they're trying they're trying to figure out how to get there. The Rockets door is closing. Uh, maybe one or two more years left that they have left to to be a contender. I still don't think the Rockets maybe 5th, 6th in the in the West. I I don't think Harden I think Harden's about Harden and he's just padding his stats. I don't know if he really, I mean, maybe he does want to go to win a championship. I guess they all say that. But for me, it looks like, I mean, he's content to just play this isolation ball. And everybody else is like, they get the leftovers. And I I don't know. I, I don't really like watching the Rockets play. I think Harden is one of the top basketball players in the league. But I don't see the Rockets. And in looking at it, the the Heat, I do agree. If he goes to the Heat, you got Jimmy Butler there. He, I think he'll play well with, with Westbrook. I think those two are going to add some flair. Um, it's, does Miami have the draft picks to give up to get Westbrook? The, we know they have the cap room, but do they have the, the, the picks? And are they willing to give those picks to Oklahoma. I think the one who salvages their season is the is the Nick and the Knicks. I think New York, I think they have to throw everything at Westbrook. I, I think they are in a do or die. They've kind of been the laughing stock of the NBA right now, not being able to sign these big players. But if they sign Westbrook, they come out as looking like, hey, this ain't too bad. We, although we missed out on the number one pick, although we missed out on KD and Kyrie, we have Russell Westbrook, and I think that would be something that they can build off. And that's why I would say, if I was if I was picking and and looking at it, I think I think Russell Westbrook would also go there, just because he likes the limelight, and New York is a limelight city. Yeah, I feel like Russell could be good on his own team but he hasn't shown it in the league yet he's always been with another person he's always had another co-star that you could say he first off he was with James Harden and Kevin Durant and then he was with Kevin Durant for a while and then it switched to Paul George when Russell's on his own his team doesn't do as well that's why I don't think he'll do he'll go to the Knicks because the Knicks don't want to give up their future for this one guy that may or may not be there in a couple years where as if he goes to the heat the heat are able to make it to the playoffs go maybe go deep in the playoffs with him and jimmy butler it just all depends and that's why i think he'll go to the heat instead of the knicks and lastly for our podcast today we will be talking about who is the better dynamic duo in the NBA is it LeBron and AD or Kawhi and Paul George and for me personally I think it is Paul George and Kawhi Leonard 
they're a little bit younger of players and I mean they both put up 28 points per game and whereas LeBron is getting a little bit older like a little bit like he's not playing as well as he was back at the Heat even back at the Cavs he wasn't playing as well he's just kind of getting a little bit old a little stale I think whereas Kawhi he's come on like he played outstanding last season and even Paul George when he when they want to turn the game on they can turn the game on and that's where I think as a young as their young core they're just a better duo than LeBron and AD Okay, let me throw this at you, though. Okay, if you look over over the long haul, the Lakers didn't make the playoffs last year, understandable. But in head-to-head games, head-to-head games, who is little brother and who is big brother? I don't know. With the Clippers and the Lakers. Well, right now... I feel like they're both on the same level just because they have both of the same caliber players. Okay, and that's a, so if you look at both of them, they're both on the same level. But tradition-wise, what franchise has the name? I mean, you don't go, oh, the Clippers are, are going to beat the Lakers just straight out. If you just randomly selected 15, 20 people, off of, who, who would win, Lakers or Clippers? Most people would say... Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, that's why I think, for me, valid points. Valid, valid points. And Paul George did play with Russell Westbrook, who did get his. I mean, he was triple-double king. So you know he's willing to, to give the ball up. He's willing to pass. Paul George is amazing. I, I thought this last year, outside of being injured, he, he really... He was key. He he was he made the Thunder go. I thought that he was a key aspect um, with the Thunder. So I think that's that that is it's a legitimate argument to say Kawhi and Paul George there, also because of their role players. However, if you take and look at um, shots per game, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, again, who's going to have the ball in their hand at the end of the game, Kawhi. Or Paul? Well, I feel like Kawhi would or Paul. It just depends on who's hot that game. If Kawhi was hot, I feel like give it to Kawhi. But if Paul George is feeling it, give it to Paul George. But that's the same thing with the Lakers. Who do you give it to? If they're both on fire, AD can hit threes just as much as LeBron has been hitting threes. So who do you give it to in the situation when you're down by two and you need to win? Well, I think all of, I think if if you go with LeBron and AD, which I I would come out and say, I really like. I'm intrigued by the Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. However, LeBron James is still king. Yes, he lost a step. Now that growing terror, that's bad. That's a that's a soft tissue, pole. I mean, he's going to have to be totally on his game this year, and I just think. I think a lot of the minutes that he's played are stacking up against him. I, I really feel you made good points there about LeBron. However, I still think he's the king. And I still think Anthony Davis and LeBron James, when they go head-to-head against Kawhi and Paul, that, that they'll, I just feel that they would be a better dynamic duo. 
but also guards I, I think the league's going to guard play so I look at Anthony Davis he's a center and I don't know I mean how much I mean he's gonna get his too I mean he yeah but I mean if LeBron and AD are so good then why didn't they get to their teams to the playoffs last year LeBron it was a playmaker so is AD they can single-handedly change a game like a Paul George and Paul George did last year Granted, he had Russell Westbrook on his team, but, I mean, LeBron had role players on his team. He just kind of became lackadaisical in his play, and they didn't make it to the playoffs, and neither did the Pelicans. But the Raptors did last year, and the Thunder did last year. Both those teams did, and if you combine two stars off of that team, I feel like that just makes a dynamic duo. That's just that's just what tells me, hey, this these two are a dynamic duo. They're not just here to play, pad up stats, kind of like a James Harden. They're here to win games, to be a good united team together. Yeah, uh, true. However, I Kawhi didn't win single-handedly win the championship. In the one in the one game, he only had 14 points. Van Fleet went off. Van Fleet came off the bench and scored like 24 points off the bench. He won that game for them. Now, Kawhi didn't need to be up to par because Van Fleet did play. So I don't know if you just say it's all Kawhi. I mean, you look the time before when Kawhi was in San Antonio. I mean, he got his team there, but how many times did he win? They won, but was it him winning that's why I look at it, and, and LeBron James has won. He's played in, like, nine NBA finals. So you've got to give it to him. He can get him there. The only thing is, is I see, again, I don't know if the Lakers, dynamic duo, those two getting their stats, they'll get them. But I still think the Lakers have holes. I don't know what they're going to do with their point guard. Rondo, he's okay, but I think there's a hole there as a team for the Lakers make the playoffs yet but I don't know if they're a deep running team I don't know if LeBron can get his team to the finals next year yeah and I feel like that's the fault in the Lakers is I mean yes they got Avery Bradley today which is a really big step up as a role player he'll he'll be good for the Lakers to start probably for them but I still yeah Kuzma I mean they got a good starting lineup but after that, they don't have it. Whereas the Clippers, they got their dynamic duo. They got their role players. They got their bench players that can come in and make a difference. And I, I don't see where LeBron and AD, like, I, I don't see him making to that, that far in the playoffs, like you said. But I don't see him as good as a duo as Kawhi and Paul George. Just because, I mean, Kawhi he is a good player and he can he trusts his role players to make plays just like the Fred Van Fleet if he's having an off day he he's probably like hey yo I'm having an off day I'm gonna give you the ball and you can be able to shoot the ball and make it he trusts their role plays whereas LeBron where was he going at the Cavs he was passing it to Kyrie for Kyrie to shoot it he hasn't LeBron really hasn't played with a decent big man yet. Yeah, he's played with Chris Bosh, but 
Anthony Davis and Chris Bosh are not on the same level as playing. And I don't think that I that Anthony Davis and LeBron, they're going to have some struggles at first because LeBron's never played with a good big man. Or LeBron's going to go like, oh, hey, I like playing with a good big man, but then they're going to struggle outside because they're not going to be able to shoot the ball as well because you can't pass it to Kyrie Irving. Yes, yeah, true. I think out of these two, but I, I want to say I think there's other dynamic duos that are just that, that are going to be fun to watch next year too. Yes. Well, I think from a jazz fan, I mean, it's kind of like a dynamic trio now where you got Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell. That's a big one. Even Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. And let's see how Rudy Gobert and Mike Conley play out. All three of those players all together are just big. And I think the Jazz, they're being looked at. But with everything going on with the Lakers and the Clippers, I feel like they're getting underlooked now because they're just like, oh, it's just the Jazz. They're a small market. And I don't. I don't. I see them surprising the league, and then the entire league being like, "Oh, hey, we saw this coming." Where the Lakers are going to drop more, and that's just going to how it's going to be. Well, I think also. I mean, across the board, there are some really uh, the Jazz definitely, definitely because I think Mike Conley um, coming to the Jazz. I I think he really has. He's just very relaxed. And I think he'll fit in 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 the way the Jazz fans are, and I think that'll be really fun to watch. Also, I think CJ and Dame up in Portland, that is a duo that is also going to be one to watch that are going to be able to wield their teams. What is Golden State going to do? I mean, you've got still, you're still there with Green. um, Clay's out. He's out, but... Steph Curry, he's still he's gonna tear it up, and him and and Draymond, that's a duo that's gonna be there to watch to see how they do it. Um, it's really interesting. I mean, I, I, again, the West is gonna be fun basketball to watch. Yeah, I think it will be. And even out in the East, you got the Nets, where Kent, when Kevin Durant comes back and he starts playing with Kyrie, that will be a good matchup. But you got duo. Levert, Levert and Kyrie. I mean, that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, that will be. I feel like every, not every team has a good dynamic duo because the Knicks do not, the Bulls don't. But I think they're across the board. The game is turning more into the dynamic duos instead of the big super teams like we have been seeing with the Warriors and like the old time Heat, not the old time, but the Heat and the old Celtics. Celtics and where the Spurs drafted Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan, they all had super teams, and it's kind of shifting towards where you just have two superstars, and now you're getting role players, but your role players are more of your bigs, and it's shifting to guards shooting outside shots. True. I, I, I'm just, I think to kind of go back to it, I mean, I, I definitely think that the Lakers are in the limelight. I think they have the show. I think Showtime's back. I think the media's behind the Lakers. I think everything's hyped up for it. But in the end, I really think Kawhi and Paul George are going to be the ones that are going to go further into the playoffs because of their team, not because of just those two are better. LeBron James, AD, 
I think LeBron James, AD are two better players, but their teams, I think their teams are not the same. I think the Clippers are a better team than the Lakers. Yeah, I agree with that. And I feel like, like you were saying with the media, it's been a really big push with the Lakers. Like, the Lakers finally have one star last year, and everyone's like, oh, the Lakers are going to the finals. We have LeBron James. And that did not work out for them. They didn't even get to the playoffs. They weren't even close. But this year, I mean, they, they now they have AD, and everyone's freaking out. Like, if you ask a fan that kind of knows their stuff but just kind of, like, watches the media, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, Lakers will win it next year. But if you ask experts of oh who's going to win it they'll be like okay we got the clippers in the top the lakers are going to be more towards the middle whereas like because they're not as good they just have the media pushing and pushing the lakers to make them seem like a better team than what they really are if that makes sense yes i think that is there but i still think golden state golden state is still a team when when you come down to it in a seven game series they still have firepower. I, I don't know in the once Clay gets back, what happens with his knee. I still think he's an animal. I, I mean, top five there. I, I just think your top six teams, maybe even seven teams, are very much solidified that they'll make the playoffs. And I think your bottom, there's a couple tier teams. But I think the, in the dynamic duo of this, I think, though, I would say the two better would be LeBron because he's the king and AD. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening to 24-7 Ball Talk. We'll be coming shortly with more episodes. Hopefully some college basketball coaches will be coming on talking about their upcoming seasons. And please go tell your families, tell your friends, And that's all for today. See you later.